0: You have all been chosen for the starring role as the soul of Detroit. Damn it. It's Christmas
1: time. What do you want? What do you want?
0: What are you doing?
2: When it came to holiday spirit. Let's
0: do spirit.
2: John Windsor.
3: I'm on
1: my lunch break, Okay. Mark fell hours
4: He's never had it. It's not real. Well, it was real. I got sick and all the hair fell out.
3: How'd you get sick?
4: I loved a
1: woman that wasn't clean. Mrs. Windsor? And that was her sister. Oh, no. But he's gonna get it. You're that kid. Where's your sleigh? It's in the shop. Where's the
3: reindeer? I
2: stable them. Where's
3: the stable? Next to the shop. How do they sleep? Are you messing with me?
2: There's something about ML that makes me uneasy. Maybe there's something I could fire him for. A man is a sexual being yeah now a hopeless kid she and a santa nobody liked
1: oh. are teaching each other a lesson is that your underwear
3: part
2: of it
1: where's the rest of it actually i don't want to know
0: you asked it around you, you my it's, right my in it's gone what are, you what, are you what, are you what are you doing? What are you doing? That is not paid for by them. That is paid for by the people of Detroit. You might be qualified in there. I'm not qualified for this job. Let me tell you, something. you want to go right now? Okay, you want to go right now? Merry Christmas, my good friends. Uh, I hope you had a great Hanukkah and are preparing for Kwanzaa. And atheists, I guess, uh, you know, you celebrate all the time. So, what a wonderful time of season uh, do we have here to uh, celebrate with good cheer? And uh, it's your pal, ML Elric, here with Mark Fellhauer. Sean Windsor will be joined shortly by Professor... Uh, he actually insists on being called Dr. Um, Jennings later. But first, we have a man that we're all hoping to see, uh, and not with Cole. That would be Santa Claus, known to folks on the east side as John McGrail. Don't, don't tell the kids. But Santa is having a season like none other, and we are going to be joining him shortly to talk about some adventures in uh, in red, red velvet. He's like uh, the Mel Torme of Christmas. He's the the velvet storm. So we will be joining Santa in just a minute. But first, uh, I want to tell you, uh, greatest Christmas song ever? Yeah. Christmas and Hollis. Hollis Queens. DMC.
1: Yeah, very much so. I love that song. Mom's... Why are there more hip-hop Christmas songs?
0: Mom's cooking chicken and collard greens. It's it's great. I don't know. There, there are some, and as you're going to find out, and as you know, all month, we are playing some new wave Christmas songs that people never knew existed, but they're out there, and they are great. And all of this is possible only because of the support of sponsors like Roy O'Brien Ford. So if you're looking for a new ride, service repairs, or even a top-notch oil change, Go to Roy O'Brien. My mom bought a Ford Focus wagon there. It's fire engine red because mom, like Santa, prefers those bright colors. And 112,000 miles later, she is still riding that sleigh. And she's not alone because Roy O'Brien has been taking care of customers for 75 years from the corner of 9 Mile and Mac. Go to Roy O'Brien. That's dot ncom and check out Fast Track, which lets you choose your vehicles and options. But that's not all; you can pick your deal, lease, finance, or cash, and get the value of your trade-in. Apply for financing and schedule delivery of your ride. If you go in person, Roy O'Brien is serious about protecting you and their employees, so you can go there knowing that they are being responsible. Uh, I went and did a show from the front seat of F one fifty there, and uh, and I live to tell about it. So that's that's a good thing. Um, they want to protect your health while you explore your options. To learn more visit R O Y O B R I E N r o y o b r i e n.com or call 888-566-5851 and when you call be sure to tell them that ML's mom's son sent you will do thank you uh, get 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 those cards right now please just it makes a great christmas gift for the uh, for the well to do uh santa Claus, thank you so much for waiting. I know you wait all year for like one night of action. It's sort of like Sean Windsor's uh, honeymoon, but um, but uh, what's that's an what's, annual what's, thing? What, say what now?
5: That's an annual thing.
0: Well, it's yeah, that's nice to know. We're round, we're rounding up, um, and uh, but this year I'm wondering, uh, do you feel safe going into these homes? You know, I know you got the beard, but does that double as a mask? Is that a three ply beard? <laughs>
2: It is not. And uh, unfortunately, this year is uh, uh, perfectly atypical because I don't go into homes. I uh, do all my visits outdoors, sometimes around the campfire and sometimes uh, on the front porch, uh, sometimes in a she shed. Uh, But that's how I do it nowadays.
0: What uh, about the she shed? This particular year, because there just isn't an alternative. So that, that she shed, that's you and all the female elves?
2: Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, How does Mrs. Claus? In fact, fact, uh, that's um, usually the best part of the visit.
0: Wow. So you're telling me you're hung with care. (laughs) (laughs) Don't I wish. And And, what the hell kind of organization is? Are you running
1: here?
2: (laughs) This is as bad as when I was on a panel with a transvestite.
0: (laughs) Well, we're not (laughs) ruling that out. Um, But, uh, yeah, so you hope that Mrs. Claus soon will not be there. Yeah, right. she uh, she can she can even add scores. She's got more than gingerbread there in the oven, but we we are we're glad that you could join us. I I kind of figure you got more time this year because folks are kind of bunkered up. But I'm wondering if you can tell us a little bit about how you got started in this business and and how this year compares to all those previous years where you brought so much good cheer to the little girls and boys and and. Uh, And uh, probably some bad ones too.
2: I've been at ML, I've been at this for about uh, 35 years now. And uh, about 25 years, very, very regularly. Ordinarily in a given year, I make uh, 25 or so visits uh, to house parties and to, you know, benefits and things like that. And I see hundreds upon hundreds of people. But uh, this year, of course, by contrast, instead of 25, I have uh, nine. And I've done two of them on Zoom. Uh, so it really is uh, radically different. Uh, and, and it's, well, I mean, I try to be as cheerful as possible, but I do like the, I like the contact with the kids. I, I'm, uh, I like to go to the location rather than have the kids come to me. And um, it's not just for the kids, it's for the adults as well. There's plenty of adult Santa fans around, both men and women, and you can see it in their eyes. They just, I mean, suddenly they're back to when they were children and they're enjoying the holiday season uh, a way, in a way that uh, they haven't since maybe they were children. So in that regard, it's, it's uh, well, let's put it this way. I'm trying to do my best under the circumstances.
1: So you're not a, uh, I guess what would be described as a mall Santa. You like to do uh, the private parties. Do you look down on the, the Santa's helpers that work in the mall?
2: No, not a bit. That We all do the same thing. In fact, I remember once <laughs> being in a mall and having a long line. And, you know, I look pretty much like this all year round. And And I saw the people in a long line and I, You know, I was standing there in my winter jacket and walked up to a couple of them. And I said, uh, hey, uh, what do you want for Christmas (laughs) 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 to speed things along? You know, Uh, no, I don't have any problem with the guys in the malls. Uh, uh, They're doing the same job that I do. You know, bring joy to the season. That's that's it. All right. Um, I I envy them their uh, uh, ability to stay uh, in character for as long as they do. Uh, it's amazing to me. To me, uh, it's like an acting job. I, I, I do my job and, uh, I get pumped up for it. And then, uh, afterward I kind of wind down and I sometimes even look forward to a long trip home, uh, on my way home, uh, just to uh, decompress because you know that you, you've got to be absolutely cheerful and upbeat and joking around and that sort of thing.
1: No, I mean most kids, are, I'm sure, are fine, and that's lovely to see them. And they're super pumped. I mean, I got little kids, and, and Christmas is the the best time of the year. It really is because they just get so into it. But I want to hear about those uh, those horror stories. Have you had any horror stories where maybe a kid was a, a, a not the best behaved child, and and how did you deal with that?
2: Well, uh, well, okay, I'll, I'll give you a couple. I had a 16 year old boy come to me one time. Sixteen. Get him on the line.
0: Yeah, take well, it easy, Sandusky.
2: <laughs> I uh, I had a 16 year old boy come to me one time and say to me, "You know, Santa, I asked for a Jeep last year, and uh, I said okay, and I and he and he said I didn't get it. I said, well, that's probably because you were a bad boy. <laughs> and uh, I, he said, I said, so how did I do for you this year? He said, you know, I got that Jeep. What? I said, Wonderful. I said, so uh, yeah, obviously you're either a good boy or you learn patience. Um,
0: we we th- should note th- that John works in the Grosse Point area a lot. So <laughs> there, there <laughs> may be a few more Jeeps in the driveways than on the other side of <laughs> Mac. I,
2: I, I was at a benefit once. And uh, <clears throat> you remember Doc Andrews? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Oh. Well, you know, I met his children. And uh, in any case, I was at a I benefit. they worked for you. come on now come on on now
1: (laughs) great joke man
2: honestly uh, you know I I have to say this I I, I had a a couple of drinks one night and uh, I met his wife his ex-wife Amy and I said to her you know Amy given the way I look and the way you look we could really team up and do a hell of a job (laughs) well you know what Amy's a little person right yeah. Okay. Anyway, that didn't go over too well.
1: Okay. Oh, well, that's just like ML's joke.
2: <laughs> in any case, um, you know, in terms of horror stories, the principal horror story is always the crying child. Oh God! Yeah. Okay. Now, there's two aspects to that crying child. The first is the kid is frightened. There's no question about that. I'm, you know, I'm an alien presence for some of these kids. Okay. And but and they scream. And I had one situation where a, uh, a a woman brought me a, a child. He was about eighteen months old, maybe two years old, something like that. And he did the uh, and you probably everybody has a, a a child who's done this. They straighten out stiff, screaming, and they slide off my lap. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, she says the mother says, "Put him back on your lap." I said. This kid is not going to take this picture. I'm telling you right now. She goes, it doesn't make a difference. He has three brothers. Each one of them has a similar picture at Christmas time on the mantle.
0: <laughs> oh, geez. And He is
2: not going to be any different. This is a family tradition. Oh. So up goes the kid and he's screaming his head off and they take the picture. Oh, my well, yeah. Here's the other thing, and I'm sure anybody who's had children who've gone to see Santa and have cried, they also, uh, you also begin to understand that there's a certain sadistic character to most parents. Oh, yeah. Because as the child is screaming and trying to get off of my lap, they're laughing and taking pictures.
1: Oh, yeah. No, it's a rite of passage.
2: To me, that's. These kids are going to be re- recovering their whole lives and talk to a psychologist. Uh, but I, I I refer to those as trauma
0: pictures. Yeah. I, I, I have I, one I, of those and, from when I met Bozo. Really? Seriously? <laughs> Bozo in person is pretty demonic looking. Oh, I mean, every clown is. Yeah, well, it's got, well he's got orange—you know—things flaring out from his head like horns. You know, it's pretty
1: <laughs> Now, uh, Santa, you, you say you do um, parties, and it sounds like alcohol will flow at some of these parties. Do any of the women that can get a little frisky and want to sit on your lap?
0: Yes. What's the naughtiest wish you've been asked to grant? Uh, <laughs>
2: That—that's a tough. Ordinarily, they don't whisper any tough, uh, you know, any, uh, let's say, semi-erotic whispers (laughs) in my ear. But I will tell you this. It doesn't take alcohol to get some of these women frisky that want to sit on Santa's lap. And what I tell them is what I tell them all the time. It's the best part of the job for me.
0: (laughs) We should also note that that uh, Santa worked with a lot of Catholics, so uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. it's it's kind of part of the deal, right? We're supposed to go yeah. forth and and multiply.
2: Yeah, no, it's uh, and, and well, I will tell you this one story. This is a pretty good one. I, I did an adult party one time. It was a kind of a cocktail party. What kind of toys and, did uh, you I, have in the
0: sack for that one? Well. And <laughs> did you bring up batteries? Oh, now, wait a minute. Don't get ahead of me. Okay. On so, yeah, way to ruin the story. Here.
2: What kind of crowd is this anyway? Yeah. You know? <laughs> anyway, so I go to the house, and the, the husband and wife who organized the party were friends of mine. Okay? But I didn't know anybody else. And so my job was to be Santa and give out adult gag gifts. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> So you know, in I, I, these sort of things, I don't know. I, I guess I got kind of a talent for it. I I, I can make up jokes about these gifts. Good. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, there's a group of and, and the, the group of adults. They're all enjoying the conversation, their jokes and that sort of thing. But there's one woman in the background who's got this look on her face, hmm. and it was like she was frightened or uneasy or something. Now. You know, there are some people who have, like with clowns, have, you know, bad memories of Santa. But anyway, this woman, I said to this woman, finally, I said, ma'am, I'm pretty sure that you're, I'm making you uneasy. I said, now, let me assure you that you definitely don't want to see me with my clothes
1: off. (laughs) Was that a threat?
2: (laughs) (laughs) More or less.
1: <laughs> and
2: <laughs> anyway, what did she say? I, I I and she and she goes, Oh, thank God. She said,
0: <laughs> and then because she
2: Because apparently, <laughs> apparently the, the the host and the hostess were you know kind of jokers about this sort of thing. But sure. anyway, that was one thing. Uh, but but generally, she you know, she
0: did give you I, her number.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs>
0: But I do have a lot. Klondike, of, uh, uh <laughs> one, two, five, eight, six. <laughs> <Right>.
2: <laughs> Northpole.com. Right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, but that's, crazy. that's how, you know, the business works. And, uh, I, you know, I was telling, uh, Maddie before, when I was talking yeah. to him, before we went on the air, I, um uh, I, I did, I did a, Dr. I did an J. adult party for a construction company. Hmm. A construction company Christmas party. And uh, it was a surprise for the guy who was the general director of the Detroit office of this construction company. He didn't even know I was going to show up. I did, if you can believe this, and I'm telling you, I did 10 minutes of civil engineering humor. What? (laughs) I know what you're thinking. How's that possible? Well, I'm a civil engineer myself. Uh. And so I knew most of the guys who were associated with Turner. It was Turner Construction. And, uh, you know, I, I I lit up the room. And I when I got there, I had no idea what I was going to say until I got there. And uh, then I started to make the jokes up. And like anybody, uh, you know, I got the feedback and I kept on going. So for 10 minutes, I was jokey Santa. Well, everybody and, likes a good uh, core
0: sample joke. <laughs> and, of course, when I I just, you know there's tinsel and there's tensile steel. I mean, it's a natural, yes, it's right. a natural yes, fit, right? right?
1: Oh, here we go, Sean.
0: So, oh, yeah. You and there were see
2: some the ones that only civil engineers would know, but in any case, yeah, I was able to do that. So the point is, it's a lot of fun, but, and, and it, you know, and the other thing about it is, is that it, uh, I guess you could say it helped me to become more flexible. Um, you know, as a kid, I was kind of shy and re- you know, retiring, that sort of thing. And, uh, uh, Santa's great gift to me is, uh, finding the switch that allows me to be Santa and jokey and yeah. you know, work the room like a ho- politician. I was even the Santa for the board of water commissioners once at their Christmas party. Did you, boy, was that fun?
1: Yeah. I was gonna say, uh, did you have 45 minutes on uh, water jokes?
2: Yeah. As a matter of fact, I mean, I had a handout well, actually no, it, what it was is 45 minutes of more or less political jokes. Uh, Because a lot of the people, well, you know how it is in Detroit, or at least it was, uh, a lot of people who were politicians kind of circulated amongst the various boards in the city. Mm -hmm. And so somebody who was like on the school board who got voted off would end up being a member of the Board of Water Commissioners as a sort of consolation prize, you know, that sort of thing. So anyway, and and in fact, I I even uh, uh, did something that apparently Mary Blackman, you remember her ML, right? Uh, vaguely okay well anyway i i, I said something uh, about how she had lost uh, her position on the on the school board santa. and at the end i said well folks i'm gonna leave and go back up the chimney and she said tell you what i'll do santa why don't i open a window and you jump out whoa wow <laughs> wow man you're,
0: you're a crazy santa yeah they usually yeah. don't get the last laugh till your water bill comes and then nothing's yeah, funny
4: right
1: <laughs> i love this idea of being the shock santa the shocks.
5: I, yeah. I have a couple of questions for you, Santa. Yeah, if you go ahead. If you don't mind. First of all, do you do you make Rudolph wear a mask? And if you do, how can you tell it's Rudolph? I know that's well. Nice.
2: You know, it, well, he sees it him from behind on the mask. If you see him from behind, is that mask, right? Then you can see the light glowing through the nose. The nose will glow right through the the, the mask. Ah. And the other and the other thing is, you know, he's at the head. You know, at the head of the team. Mm-hmm. So his ability to get contaminated is pretty pretty minimal and the other thing we know is is covid does ha- has no effect on either reindeer or reindeer with red noses
5: but would that hurt his self-image a little bit his sense of self-worth if he put a mask on
2: i i would say so because he's already got a flat fragile personality right. because everybody made fun exactly. of him <laughs> you no know?
5: i was a little worried about that just kind of thinking about his so his feelings so to speak but <laughs> he here's here's my other question <laughs> so is is mike on the naughty list Ah. Or, ML my, as you, or ML, as you call well,
2: it. Yeah, well, let me say this. Ever since he left Fox, <laughs> he's on the good list. Or, oh, I don't or, know what his political beliefs what? are, but as long as he's not with them bastards anymore, oh, that's good. <laughs> Santa's
0: got a political <laughs> agenda. He yeah, is a, yeah, we were talking about this. this. He's a shock yeah, I thought Santa. I you were a red Santa. Turns out you're a blue Santa. We so were talking go. about
5: this uh, when you were still in the green room in the pre-show, right? <laughs> and yes. you wanted to know about the political... On? political leanings of of me and probably mark too so is that how you determine the the naughty list who's on it and who's not is who they voted for
2: well yeah nowadays yes nowadays uh, because despite my red well let me put it to you this way in my earlier days wearing a red suit was perfectly appropriate uh, but uh, nowadays uh, the red suit disguises my actual blue suit okay <laughs> yeah. and so as far as I'm concerned whoever vote depending upon how you voted, is really which put you on the naughty list or nice list. Yeah, but wait a sec. They celebrate
1: Christmas too.
2: Yeah, sure it, they do.
1: Isn't it about coming together, Shock Santa? <laughs> well, the problem with the yes, Republicans, I, I, Sances... I
2: suppose, let me say, let me be charitable What's and say, on? I suppose you're absolutely correct. But like my dear old grandmother said about Ireland. Oh I'd not walk across the street to go back to that country. <laughs> and I'm not sure I would walk across the street. Well, let me put it to you this way. When I, when I lived in Maine, there was a standard joke to win something like this. A man uh, and his friend have stores across the street from each other. And one day his friend sees a, a sign in the window that says headquarters for the uh, Republican Party. And they were lifelong Democrats. And so his friend goes across the street and says, what's up? And he says, listen, I've been diagnosed with an incurable disease and I'm going to die. And if somebody's got to die, one of them bastards is going to be it.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, Santa, the problem with the Republican Santas is they're still counting those lists. Yes, and then they gotta count them again. And and, and by the way, and they got to count
2: them again and then three times and <laughs> then four times to make sure that the first couple of times they counted they got it right. That's
0: right.
5: But Santa, um, I didn't think Democrats believed in Santa, let yeah. alone Christmas. Well, yeah,
2: yeah bec- well because Santa and you, you can put it uh, put it down, uh, Santa's kind of a socialist,
1: really. You Think about <laughs> it. oh, giving stuff away for free. Yeah, but they also started yeah, the war against giving Christmas stuff away for
2: free and and making did, deliveries Santa? for free. Oh,
5: the left. Oh, yeah. The left did start the war against Christmas Santa, right?
2: Oh, hey, that's bull crap.
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. The Santa is starting to scare me a little socialist.
2: bit.
0: Socialist. Santa's not so holding like back.
5: Shock Santa, socialist Santa. <laughs> this that's is... true. You do give stuff away for free.
2: Yes, that's true. Whether the that's kids true. have earned it or not. Try whether to grant they... people's wishes.
5: Yeah.
0: That's, that's, that's fair. That's, a, that's the right spirit. You can see. Yeah. You can see when you give Santa uh, time to build up his energy, it's got to go someplace, and here it is. Man. This is it's venting. Yeah, this is this is electric Santa. So,
5: which way do civil engineers fall? I'm just curious, Santa, red <laughs> well, or blue? It, it, red or it blue? It
2: really depends. Do, do they own the business, or are they working in the business? If they're working in the business, then they're probably on the side of uh, all other workers. If they own the business, well, on the other hand, probably they aren't. But you know something? The guys that I've known who've owned the businesses and worked in the business are all I wait a minute, wait, I take that back. The people, because nowadays there's as many women in civil engineering as there are men. And uh, PC Santa. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> just when I think Santa's going one way. He goes the other wait, way. Wait
2: a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I didn't say anything funny and people are laughing at it. <laughs> no, no, it's I'm really I'm just a, I'm
0: just stunned. It, your PC Santa, I like it. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta
2: be for crying out loud! You gotta be. Absolutely. I mean, all right, I make untoward, you know, comments about how nice it is that women sit on my lap, but you know, it's all done in fun, and it and it wasn't like I was trying to guess
0: their weight or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, no, it, you, that's usually when they sit on your beard. <laughs>
2: It's not like you're okay, hit uh, out. Yes, What the hell kind of uh, well, you Why are we to
0: fight with Santa now?
1: We're going to fight with Santa.
0: What, this is this is the other aspect of Blue Santa. <laughs> He's going blue on us. But, but you know, the answer to your question, Sean, is really it depends on which way the load is bearing, right? With the civil engineer. <laughs> so it's uh, well, Santa. Those, so not all the civil engineer jokes are funny. No, Sorry, well, but no, I'll no, leave no, it to that's Santa. That's okay. You were, you were I'll waiting a while Santa. to get that out, Santa. You
1: talked about how the pandemic and some of the shutdowns has affected your pocketbook, though. I mean, does that affect your political leanings one way or the other?
2: Oh, not at all. Hey, hey, I got elves working for me, right? I, I you know, let me tell you something. That's slave These labor. So, really like most good blues, okay? now you're I, I, I got to be honest. Yes. You know, there were times when I tried contracting out. You know, like I went to Ireland, okay, and I talked to because they're to short over there in Ireland. And guess what? No, they wanted a lot more money. And they wanted and 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 they wanted a a, 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 they don't want a coffee break, they wanted an Irish whiskey break. Okay. (laughs) So forget about that. And I went to Norway, and then there's gnomes in Norway, but you know something? They're depressing. They're always (laughs) depressed. Okay. So it's a (laughs) consequence. Xenophobic Santa. (laughs) So I, I had to go back and make my peace with my elves, and the elves are just fine. You know, they're happy. They got a union. I got to say that. <laughs> where are they
5: from? These elves from. It's a terrible yeah. union then. <laughs> so they were a little too melancholy for you in Scandinavia, but where were they?
2: Yeah, just a little too melancholy. I I had a Norwegian friend once, and I, uh, I he was a pretty upbeat kind of guy, and I said to him, you know, I read a story about how uh, Swedes uh, are the people in the world that commit the suicide at the highest level of any <laughs> people in the world. I said, why is that? And he says to me, well, isn't it obvious? I said, what do you mean it's obvious? He says, well, you know, Swedes get to a certain age and realize that they're Swedes and they kill themselves.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
5: so is suicide a topic uh, at all. when you're at Christmas parties, Santa? Is that, is that uh, something you know,
2: you you know but, but divorces and dead pets are. Divorces and dead pets are. There's a lot of kids who will ask me, and it's kind of sad, can I get mom and dad back together oh,
4: again?
2: And that's, oh. that's tough. And then what do you has, say to
5: that? Seriously, what do you say to that as a counselor?
2: They're, 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 I, I simply say to them, look, I said, uh, adults oftentimes have problems that can't be reconciled. And it's not the child's fault that the, 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 the family has split up. It's just that two people, they fall out of love. They are no longer compatible. They just can't live with each other. And so it's best for the family, for mom and dad to break up.
5: This sounds like a great Christmas party conversation, but so are you actually telling the kid it's not their fault? Why are you dressed as Santa? Sure, that's actually awesome.
2: What other? Yeah, you know what? And it's—I mean—a lot of kids think that it's their fault somehow or other. They did something wrong, and it's not their fault at all. And we know that for crying out loud. And if we can't counsel a kid like that on a situation, then you—you take the opportunity. You know what I mean? I'm trying to make people feel happy. The same thing with dead pets. They want me to bring them back to life. It's just not possible. Or they want me to. This is always good. I had a, a, a couple of girls uh, the other day tell me they wanted me to bring them a pony, and I said, "Yeah, come on. Now you two are perfectly rational young ladies. <laughs> How am I going to deliver a pony in the sleigh?
0: Oh, you want to start bringing the pony those questions jumping up? Jumping out,
2: you know." I said, so I can't do that. So they it's understand. just
0: logistics. I liked it. Have you ever had to <laughs> I, tell? I don't think Santa should be talking
1: about logistics, though.
2: What? It's, it's oh, just, yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. Santa. Wait a minute. Most kids that are asking for stuff are pretty savvy kids. Okay? Like the kid who says, hey, Santa, you're a pretty big guy. How do you get down the chimney? I said, I don't. <laughs> Mom and dad leaves the door open. And yeah. so I come in the front door. Oh, that's how you do it. Yeah, well, I don't lock the door up, so I don't know if it's open or not. So there you go. Do you get kids you know, asking a lot for? Of kids are pretty, pretty, you know, pretty sensible kids. Do you get kids and asking for is, gift
0: cards now? I believe, right? Do you, yeah, that's do you, true. Do you get kids asking for gift cards now? I know my kids always want that stuff.
2: You know, it's funny you bring that up. It's not gift cards. I had kids give me coupons <laughs> for purchasing things that they were asking for.
0: And still, they still do that. Oh, yeah. Well, I remember my grandparents used to get that big, thick Spiegel catalog, and we would cut oh, yeah. things out, and we would take that to Santa and say, I want these things. Now, maybe maybe that Santa didn't shop at Spiegel, but we never got any of that stuff. But I mean, <laughs> th- that was an easy way to kind of, you know, eliminate any doubt about what you're looking for. You just give Santa my. a picture. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. And yeah, the coupons, the I like those kids.
2: Way. And uh, I, I always thought it was wonderful. You know, I was just yeah. Here's a kid thinking ahead, trying to help out Santa. You know, that puts the kid right up on the top of a good list. It's just a well, Scottish well, kids. Hey, here's though, right? something though, <laughs> along that lines of gifts. You know what? I don't get requests for any longer. BB guns. Oh, do you get, you know, do you B- get real BB- real guns instead? Yeah. Well, no, 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 no yeah. Nerf guns. Ah, uh, ah, uh, okay. and and by the way. That's uh, That crosses uh, borders between uh, g- girls and boys. Girls like them just as much as boys do. Sure. Not surprised. But, but I have never yet I had a boy ask for a Barbie, but Barbie never fails to be on a list for a little girl.
1: Hmm. So you can never go wrong with that if that's one of the ones you just have to say. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. And then, of course, there's Xboxes and things like that that so, kids are looking for. So- but, uh, yeah, basically, that's that's it. Uh, like Barbie shows up. American Girl Doll shows up over and over every year. It's the same thing. So, hmm. you know, but, again, girls are asking for Nerf guns. So, you know, S- the world is changing.
5: And speaking of the world changing, Santa, what's the cutoff age for sitting on your lap? In other words... <laughs> Could I come sit on your lap and ask for a present?
2: Hey, I, I was the Santa for the sports broadcasting broadcasters association. You know who those guys are? Oh yeah. Right? They're the yeah. worst.
5: Okay,
2: Yeah. Well, not only are they worst, but uh, some of them <laughs> has spent a lot of time sitting in the control booth eating pizza. Okay, and uh, and they sit on my lap, and believe me, I gotta position my feet and leg in a certain way so that they don't break my hip.
5: So it's not an age that's the cutoff. Oh it's no, the, it's the weight. Not at all. It's the
2: weight. So and the politics
5: and the politics.
0: So Santa is a big guy, so he can take. But but he also has an alter ego, and this year he gave me what I wanted for Christmas, and I got it early because John is also Paul Bunyan. And oh, this year, yeah. <laughs> he returned to East Lansing. So, Santa, Bunyan, I want to say on behalf of all Spartans, thank you. Uh, have a good Christmas. And if you have a last wish for all the little girls and boys and some of the naughty girls who uh, spend time on the Brass Pole and the North Pole, uh, we, uh, we'd we like to turn the show over to you for just a Yule moment.
2: Yeah. Uh, I, I want to wish everyone a uh, happy and prosperous Christmas and a wonderful New Year because it can't possibly be any worse than 2020.
5: Knock on wood.
2: And by the way, if if you will, if you'll allow me, I'll put in a plug for Roy O'Brien. My red and white sixty-five Mustang goes there for maintenance.
0: So that's a pretty that's a pretty nice thing. Le- oh, by the way, uh, Santa, uh, is it true that that Donald Trump asked for coal because he? Not because he's naughty, because he just, he loves coal.
2: Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. ML, let's get this right. He asked for clean coal. Oh, good, good. Not yeah. not, not, plain old dirty coal, but clean coal. Well, that's All the right, only kind Merry there Christmas is. Merry Christmas to you guys. Thanks Santa. Me. Merry
5: Christmas. Thank you, Santa.
2: We'll see you on the 25th. Indeed you will. And remember, be good. I'm always watching. <laughs> I'm
1: scared that you are. For goodness' sake! <laughs> All guests appearing at ML Sola Detroit receive a 12-pack of Altus Lager. Oh,
0: he loves beers. Uh-huh,
1: uh-huh.
5: That Santa could use a couple of beers.
0: Is <laughs> that so what I expected? So I, I knew uh, I knew John was going to be an interesting <laughs> guest. You mean Santa? But Santa, sorry, kids out there, I mean Santa. But, uh, but just epic. that was epic. That was oh, great. No, that's, that a, was, that's a hell of a good way to end the year.
5: I don't think I've ever had more fun <laughs> sitting in this basement.
1: A xenophobic shock, Santa. I love it. Well, it's okay to pick on the Norwegians. That's who he is, and the Irish.
0: I just wonder when he goes in those Swedish houses, does he take any articles of clothing with him? Of course he
5: does. That was, that was funny. When they get to be old enough to realize they're Swedish, they they take their
0: own life. <laughs> oh man. Okay, I don't know how we follow it up, but let me let me just tell you, uh, John is a great guy. He's a very giving a lot guy, of fun. <laughs> very generous guy, and he lives close enough to my house that I am going to have to deliver that twelve pack of Altus. But if you don't play Santa, if you don't uh, uh, prance around as Paul Bunyan with a mighty axe, you can still get Altus because it's the Detroit Lager that's making a comeback here in the greatest city. In the world, it is the do-anything-anytime-with-anyone beer, and it's a perfect Christmas gift. You can find Altus at the shelves of your local store, or you can find it at altus.beer. They will tell you where to go to get some of that delicious Altus. A lot of things started in Detroit that went away, but Altus is back. A smooth lager that packs a punch. It's delicious. Go pick up some cans a day for yourself or somebody on your nice list, Go to altus.beer and find the location nearest you. I promise this beer is insanely good, and you will be thanking me for this very savvy suggestion. Merry Christmas from our friends at Altus.
1: Hey, one of the places I saw Altus uh, was yesterday. I was out at the Butchery, one of our other uh, fine sponsors. It's our favorite butcher shop. It's the place to go for prime meats, and right in the front, they had plenty of Altus. But the Butchery is on Orchard Lake Road, just west of Middlebelt. Go in this week, spend $50 or more, Tell them that uh, ML and the gang. Can they say the gang? Is that okay? Yeah, we can say the gang. Can we be the gang, Sean? We could be the gang. Is that okay, uh, boss? I was
0: thinking, uh, thinking the elves, maybe.
1: Well, go, whoever. Just yeah. tell yeah. them. Uh, the gang? F- the key is that ML.
0: The merry men?
1: Sent you. The merry men. <laughs> <laughs> if you go and do that and you spend $50 or more, you're going to get a free pound of breakfast sausage link. All the sausages are made in-house from scratch by Chef Dave and Matt Jennings. I also saw Matt's artwork on the outside. He's a very, very good artist. Uh, go to butchery.com, see all their amazing selections. Follow them on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook and see what Chef Dave is carving up. You can order online. Honestly, you want those prime meats. You want your uh, Christmas dinner, New Year's Eve to be special. Order from The Butchery. You can check them out online, thebutcherysl.com, or you can call them 248-682-COWS. I can't say enough. Good thing. I picked up more of that roast beef, and it was it's already gone. I ate it all You yesterday. didn't have to cook it, though, did you? No, no, there's like the, the deli. Roast beef. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so good. So you go. cook? Me?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh I like to. I never I never do. I never do. You have don't time. have the time. I don't have any time. I'm too busy serving
5: Elric's needs.
0: <laughs> trying. Anyways, I got some great uh I got some great uh craft beer there too. I got a six pack of outstanding beer for eight fifty, which is better than you would get at Kroger at one of the big box stores. It's a so good deal. It's a really good
1: deal. And it's a it's a great butchery. I I, I can't say enough good things. Did you drink them in the parking lot?
0: No, he probably I, didn't. I, I drank some at home. Okay. I'm appropriate to drive safe. Chef Dave would not want me to endanger his customers out there in Silver Lake.
1: Absolutely not.
0: I won't change my mind on anything, regardless of the facts that are set out before me. I'm dug in, and I'll never change. I'm so glad that as we put behind a very difficult year, that we try and get rid of the mistakes we made. We look forward, not backwards. And so I'm incredibly encouraged because what could possibly go wrong with the Detroit Lions turning to an outstanding Big Ten linebacker who was an incredibly successful pro and then became a very popular broadcaster? What better makeup for a future leader of this team because it's never been tried before. It could never go wrong. And I guarantee you, this is the way forward. This is a new way. This is the way to paradise. Of course, I'm not speaking of Matt Millen. I'm speaking of Chris Spielman, who I frankly think is probably a little better dude than Matt Millen, but (laughs) what are we doing? Don't All even, kidding aside, haven't we done this before? And don't we know no, how it worked don't out? Even, terribly.
1: Don't even think of comparing the Spielman hired by the Lions to Matt Millen.
0: Oh, and by the way, it's not even close. When they hired the when they hired Millen, they also had an interim coach in there, just as they do right now. The parallels are staggering. And as nice a guy as as, as Chris Spielman is, I'm, I'm, having, I'm having flashbacks. They didn't
5: hire Chris Spielman to be. The general manager, why are we talking about this? But they tried. This is not a sports show. they tried, did they not? You don't watch the Lions. You don't care about the Lions.
0: Why do you
5: even have an opinion?
0: I don't watch my shit swirling down the bowl when I flush, so why would I watch the Lions? Why? You're
5: supposed to. You're at the age where you need to check it out. Make sure there's nothing (laughs) wrong.
0: The only thing I'm concerned is sometimes it does stink.
5: And if
1: it's swirling, then they're small poops probably, right?
0: Wow, um, so let's get back to Chris Spielman.
1: I I, I don't like the comparison because it's basically because, what, they played in the Big Ten, they were linebackers, they came from the booth. I mean, they're totally two different people. There's plenty of stories about Matt Millen um, from his playing days and before, not not the greatest guy, honestly. I mean, there's a famous story about when he, um, and he told it, when he went on a recruiting visit in high school and he, he got in a fight, I think, with Randy White at Maryland, which that's just, I don't know. So they're very different people. But Spielman, you know, they asked him if he had interest in being the GM, and he knew what his limitations were. And he said, no, I'm not available to do that right now. I don't have the wherewithal. I mean, I think Chris Spielman is more self-aware by a mile than Matt Millen is.
0: Well, the fact that he turned down the job, he's already miles ahead of Millen, who not only shouldn't have taken the job, but Millen signed an extension when he should have said, oh, my God, please get me out of here. But – But I think the problem isn't Chris Spielman, and and I will say this for Chris Spielman. At least he is smart enough to say, I'm not the right job for the guy. The problem with the Lions is the problem that has always been with the Lions, and it's the people running the team. It's the Ford family. God bless them because they've done a lot of good for this city, and that's one of the greatest stadiums in the league. But to even offer this guy the GM position tells me they've learned Nothing. Here's we don't know if they,
1: they offered asked. it. They offer, they ask him if he they was interested. Here's the other difference between How's them. How's it
0: not an offer? What does he say? Oh, you're interested? No way. Sorry. I don't think just messing with you, bro. That's
1: just fishing a little bit. Millen also seemed to have only like one foot in on the job. I mean, he never moved here. Never really yeah. stayed here. He still
0: lived in Whitehall, Pennsylvania, where he yeah, worked but as an intern.
1: Spielman's gonna move here. I mean, he he said as much uh, when Drew and I talked to him.
5: I don't know. I, it's I, not just that, right, Mark? They're reaching back to why, why the ever- most successful part of their franchise sure. in the last forty years? That's what they're doing. He
1: cares about this franchise. And and he he I know that might not mean the, anything to you. He ML.
5: understands what it the franchise struggles me, but- with in the fan base. So he's going to try to be sort of an invisible hand, a little bit, if you will. Right? You're an economist over there. You're everything. Adam Smith. Europe. There you go. Ornithologist, you're a gastroenterologist, you're everything. I
0: got my PhD in bootyology. Exactly. Why not
1: Uh, compare him to another former defensive uh, stud who came out of the broadcast booth and John Lynch who turned San Francisco around like that?
0: (sighs) Because uh, the Fords didn't hire John Lynch. I mean, I just don't, I don't trust their eye for talent. Do you trust
1: Chris's eye for talent?
0: Uh, no, because I've never seen him evaluate talent. I've never seen him... Uh, what, are you, what are you talking about? I mean, oh, they're, do, they're do you ever gonna, watch NFL games? Chris I mean, he evaluates talent gonna... yeah, all the but, time. But I, and I still hear Matt Millen say, well, he's going to be playing on Unless you've been a scout, unless you've run a, a scouting department, unless you've gone over but the But that's draft. what they're
5: going to do, and Where's Mike.
0: he been on draft board? Has he ever been uh, drafted? Has he ever said in general any
5: manager. Those? I don't know how many exactly. times we've no, I know, that.
0: but when we're talking about an eye for talent, he's never been in a position to evaluate talent other than the way I evaluate talent by watching the damn game.
5: He's going to help guide them a little bit, give them a little bit of a sense as they try to find a general manager and then a coach or a coach and a general manager, probably a general manager and then a coach. That's all. It's just sort of a it's a fit thing. It's a, it's a little bit of a feel thing, an understanding of the, the uh, all this, the decade after decade of losing. It's just he, he's, he represents a, a little bit of something that was good. And, uh, and I think they want him around. Plus, it buys him time a little bit. It gives him kind of a shield a little bit. Right, I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's not Millen. He's not going to make any decisions. He's going to be in a room of folks that are, and he's going to put his two cents in. But he's not going to he's Just not going to put the roster together. That's going to be the next general manager, and they want somebody who's got some experience in putting together a good roster. That's what they're going to do. They're not going to go with Quinn. Somebody like Quinn, right?
0: Who was a baseball player, by the way. I th- that was reported by the free press early on. I don't know why people didn't take that as a warning sign. You got a baseball what player on team. What does that matter? Team.
5: Well, Sheila Fort-Hamp said she wants somebody that's proven. And
0: she's a tennis player, right? Or you what know? does she do? Is, isn't she a, a great athlete I don't in know.
1: You're some a, other sport? So do you have you have to play the game to work for the team?
0: No, no, but I'm just saying that you, you you hire a baseball guy to run a football team, now you're running a hiring a broadcast. You're like, a
1: wait a second. And doing said, a podcast. Come on, man. We can all, and not all that you, you're a, a I'm not particularly reporter. good at it. Sean, didn't he just say free. he wanted somebody who worked in scouting and knew yeah, player and development and that's what, I mean, that's what they hired last time. Yeah, they yeah, did.
0: Yeah, well, but Quinn Quinn sucked. Sorry. Sorry. Well, it's all you, you got to check all bit. the boxes. It's, this isn't three out of five. You go to the you next one.
5: If it were that easy, every single team would hire the perfect general manager. And it's just not the way the world works. You got to no, take a I, chance. What it is is they've had a, a, guess.
1: they've had a pretty poor track record lately, and that's yeah. all ML can think of. Is so, this, they'll this me- in his mind, they'll never get it right. I don't know who, who would you like them to no, oversee you- this search that would be acceptable for you. To oversee the search, yeah, like because that's what Spielman's doing. He's the special assistant to uh, Rod Wood. So th- who, who's the high right I would, hire for you? I
0: would turn to the league office and say you deal with all these GMs and assistant GMs. They did
1: that last time.
0: <laughs> now, they yeah, got yeah. To Ernie
5: Acorsi, which led him to Bob Quinn.
0: Yeah. Well, that was a mistake.
1: So you do it again?
0: No, I don't. I don't say doing something the right way and getting a bad outcome. Uh, tells me, okay, let's just go back and do the thing we did before that that got us a horrible outcome. You don't watch
5: the lions, though. Why do you? I'm curious as a, as a friend and somebody cares deeply about you. Why do you? Why do you care?
0: It's, it's just the comedy. He just
5: wants to shit on the lions. Why do you care? No, be, because do you I want to sport? care
0: about the lions. I want to be unproductive on a Sunday. I want to watch something other than Premier League soccer. So you're on a always. Sunday.
5: So, wait a second. You're saying you're always productive. That's the implication.
0: Yes, I never stop. I'm a perpetual motion machine. I'm like a, shark. a shark. I swim and eat.
5: <laughs> what do you eat?
0: I'm not going to eat this turd floating in the bowl. <laughs> I, thought I, be watching. I, I thought it to was swirling. Circle, I thought it was To come full circle, which the is the turds... definition of swirling. swirling. I'll is it floating it. or swirling? <laughs> I don't want to get bound up in the details or okay. bound up at all. Okay. Because then nothing floats or swirls. But I'll just tell you this. If Chris Spielman comes in and helps turn around the lion's, It'll be more dumb luck than good decision-making. Oh, you're so wrong. Oh, man, the geeks have inherited the earth. (laughs) Did I do that? What a dork. Does
2: him wanting to play with us again mean that he's
0: turning into a geek, or we're turning into cool guys?
1: Oh, you want me to tell you about uh, about one of our fine sponsors? Is that why you were pointing to me over there?
0: Well, I was just thinking. Sorry, I wasn't looking at you. The Lions do <laughs> things differently and never get it right, but there's a guy who does things the right way every time and is going to help you end up a winner.
1: He's going to help you have a, a winning strategy, too, and that's Luke Nowacki, our buddy over at Pinnacle Wealth Strategies. He's going to. Look at your finances and see where your future's heading. Whether you want to be in equities, bonds, uh, he follows all those numbers, all those graphs that go up and down. Luke knows it all. He can help you find a way to provide for your retirement future that, um, you know, that will help you. It's you know you don't want to outlive your money, right? Isn't isn't that the point? So call Luke at 248-663-4748. That's Luke Nowacky, uh, Pinnacle Wealth Strategies. Uh, once again, let him take care of your money. And uh, here comes your disclaimer.
4: Securities and investment
5: advisory services offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc. Member FINRA/SIPC. Royal Alliance
1: Associates, Inc. Is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, and services referenced here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates, Inc.
0: Yeah. He, he looks a little bit like Spielman. Look at the, the strong they jaw. Do, man. The chest forward, the broad shoulders, a little thin on top.
5: we talk about Mark? But-
0: <laughs> no, look, looks look.
1: like
5: Because the jaw, you do have the jaw
0: that. me
5: just... yeah mm. well where the where the where the whiskers are you I, I wish I knew about investing like Luke does
0: he he's done Luke uh, uh drew raves about him and and drew got all the money
5: I wish I knew about <laughs> life like Mike
0: does <laughs> I'm trying to teach you grasshopper I'm trying to teach you you just have to it's not about listening it's about hearing
5: I' don't know. I, I'm excited Oh, what a bunch of yeah. <laughs> Especially wax from- on, wax off. Next, okay. next time we're in studio, I'm going to bring a little yoga mat so I can sit here. And uh,
0: Blueberry yogurt? Oh, I like that. That's okay. good. With a little brand in it. Uh, it helps things swirl in the bowl. So we, we're up to our Geek of the Week, and I, I hesitate to ask if Sean has a Geek of the Week because- he's, I always have a Geek of the he's, Week. He's normally very- very in touch with uh with the uh the geekish but with Santa here i'm afraid that he's going to be reluctant to be his normally nasty self and just savage some poor bastard who fate has put in the crosshairs of of bad fortune
5: no i do have a geek of the week oh, okay.
0: oh. wow it's quite yeah. a while i mean
5: it's always me just as a default because you know
0: yeah because uh, yeah because you're hate, too I, nice i hate myself
5: but um what well i kind of do some days maybe a little less than others I would uh, okay. I'm going to narrow it down to one, but all these That's folks. It down. <laughs> look, man. I'll, I know. I'll, I'll be okay. I'm Norwegian. Let's, let's go, I'm,
0: Eeyore. Come on. I'm Norwegian
5: at heart. All these, all these uh, politicians out there getting the COVID vaccine, uh. who have uh, you know done things to sort of question the validity of the the pandemic and the to begin with. We could just say those are the geeks of the week, but I'm going to narrow it down to one. Joni Ernst, the senator from Iowa, who accused doctors of. Uh misrepresenting covid so they could make more money saying something was covid when it wasn't because they wanted the the, the billing which is sort of silly because hospitals uh, not that we need to get off on a you know a diatribe here about how hospitals make their money but a lot of it is elective surgery covid shut down a lot of that elective surgery so it never made any sense that that financial argument in any case joni ernst was accusing doctors of malpractice basically to make more money saying that covid was a hoax And yesterday, she got a vaccine and had a camera there to take a picture of it. And I I just, the the hypocrisy of that uh, is astonishing. Mm -hmm. I guess it's not really surprising.
1: At least she got the vaccine, I guess. Yeah, exactly. At (laughs) least she got the vaccine.
5: Now she's cool about. Yeah, right. But it just goes to show you, right? You know, oh, yeah, it's not true. It's overblown, et cetera, et cetera. Boom. I'm getting a vaccine shot.
0: That's a pretty good
1: one. There you go.
0: That's a pretty good one. There
1: you go. But I'm really the geek of the week. (laughs) I was going to go uh, along the lines of United Airlines again. I, I guess they're my gig of the week every week. But um,
0: sure, so we got let me let me just yeah, check well, the box. Who? We got Sean Winsor and United Airlines. Wow, this well, is. You, do you know United coming and, and exciting and uh,
1: Joni Ernst? And
0: we never know what's going to happen next segment.
1: It's probably not United's fault, although maybe they could screen passengers a little bit more. But you know, the person died on the plane with COVID who was very <laughs> symptomatic because him and his wife. Lied, but I don't, I don't want to speak ill of the dead because, you know, Christmas or whatever. Um, do you know the story of Skylar Mack, who was on the Today Show? Her family was on the Today Show appealing to President I saw
5: Trump. that. I saw that. She was in the Caribbean, right? You
1: got it. Yeah. She's an 18 year old college student, and her and her boyfriend went down to the Caribbean, and you're supposed to isolate yourself for 14 days. And he was a jet ski. And that's why they didn't isolate because he had a cool jet ski tournament to go to. They, nice. they uh, took off. There's a tracking device they actually have um, down there to, to... make sure you quarantine. To make right? sure you're quarantined, because you can't leave. And that's that's the rule of that country. Well, she took it off, and he took it off to go to his jet ski uh, tournament. They get arrested. <laughs> they get put in jail for four months, which I don't think considered four months. Man. But here's the kicker to me. So now they're appealing help from uh, our government to get them out of jail, because they broke a pretty pretty simple law that was very easily avoidable she's a pre-med student i don't know that just kind of surprised me so i'm going to go with uh with skylar mac for uh, not following another country's rules just to watch a jet ski tournament and then reaching out to the president to get you out of trouble yeah
0: so let me get this straight the caribbean which as i understand it is is a much less uh, privileged country You're talking about else. a hook for climbers they they know how to no that's caribbeaner they they know how to oh, track people Wow, they're they're way ahead of us. Damn, sorry, Island. Oh, they're Sean. they're a lot
1: smaller though, so I'll cut them some slack. They're a little easier to contact, trace.
0: I guess so. Well, my uh, my geeks are uh, are of course legion.
5: Under uh, twenty this week, I hope.
0: I'm, I'm doing my best. Uh, well, first of all, I gotta got to check three. the boxes. Is uh, Sean first? Okay, so we get that out of the way. That's an incumbent. He's been retired. It's uh, like Usain Bolt. Don't run against him because you can't beat him. So we go to the next round. Uh, The traitorous, disgraced former General Michael Flynn, who now getting off the hook on lying to the FBI after uh, conspiring with foreign powers is now his great idea now is to declare martial law, but only in the states that voted against Trump so that the military could oversee new elections in those states. Wow. I'm really so glad that he was defending our nation. Then. There's uh there's retired Houston Police Captain Mark Aguire. Oh, a former basketball player? Uh, no, that's that's a oh. Houston Mavericks, a oh. Dallas Mavericks, not the Houston the Pistons. Uh, Do I like his finger? Houston roll. Stormtroopers, yeah. but uh, yeah, it's it's. I always felt bad for Dantley that uh, that Aguirre and Isaiah were such good buddies because I thought Dantley deserved a ring. But be that as it may, and he would have got one if he hadn't gone head to head with the uh, the microwave underneath. That was tragic. we were about to. We're about to break through that year. But anyways, I digress. Um, (laughs) It worked, man. So uh, Mr. uh, Retired Captain Aguirre um, was working with some of these folks who think the election got stolen. And he ran a truck off the road because he thought it had 750,000 fraudulent mail-in ballots. But not just any old fraudulent mail-in ballots. Fraudulent ballots that had been signed by Hispanic children whose fingerprints could not be traced because they were children. So, in a way, it's one of those crazy ideas, but, yeah, it oh, makes man. sense because that's why they used the children, because their fingerprints weren't on file anywhere. Uh, well, it turns out the truck was actually full of air conditioning repair equipment. So, uh, yet another, another goofball uh, theory debunked. But, ultimately, my geek of the week, and I'm not sure whether it's the kid or the parents, but it's the family that got into a feud over the son's porn collection. And this oh, isn't yeah. just... This isn't just any old son. This is a 42-year-old goober who's living at home with his parents in Grand Haven. This story was reported in the Free Press by way of our partners in Holland. And Audrey Gamble says that Paul and Beth Workling, Working of Grand Haven were sued by their son after they destroyed his collection of DVDs. VHS tapes and other pornographic material in twenty eighteen, he estimated the value of the collection to be around twenty five thousand dollars. So let's get this straight. I got a forty something year old kid. He's living in my house, he's punching a munchkin like a demon.
1: oh yeah, you're you're leaping to conclusions there. And and uh Yeah, plus you're denigrating. Something that makes the world go round. Well, no I haven't
0: used him. his real name, Brandon McAfee. The art. You're... Oh, shit. I wasn't going to use his real name, Brandon How is
1: how is, uh, how is his pornographic videos anywhere any different than, um, I don't know, comic books? Come on, man. But, Do, I, but the worst,
5: he's acting like he never does this. He used to rub one out before you go on air.
0: Here's the issue. <laughs> I used to rub it out before I got on my bike to ride to school. Uh, here's, here's the issue. Um, yes. Yeah, sorry about <laughs> all that toilet paper. I what's think going it's, on in this house? We don't have any toilet paper. I, I, I do but, think it's uh, really. Anyways, <laughs> and what's uh, the shopping list? Only says puffs with lotion. What is this? What's up? Uh, but at any what is, rate, what are you, Santa? All of a sudden? You know, all I'm saying.
1: Yeah, at least Santa didn't know, talk about it, that.
0: Is if you're gonna if you're gonna polish the family brass, do it in your own house, and when you get busted. Don't sue your parents. Yeah,
1: the suing the litigation's a
5: little weird. Now and you, and you don't need that much material, right? You have your your
0: use your imagination exactly. So so here's here's how this has or, worked or out. Just think of you. Here's how this work is. Oh, by the way, uh, there are also fifty uh, uh, sex toys and paraphernalia. The collection was valued at about twenty nine thousand dollars. Wow.
5: But uh, that's what happens when you don't pay mortgage.
0: Well, it, it all it or all rant. fit into twelve moving boxes. And included 1,605 individual titles. Um, So here's what happened. He won the lawsuit, but he's lost his collection. He's lost his place to live. And he's lost the love of a couple of good parents. So, Mr. Brandon McAfee, a.k.a. David Working, you are my Geek of the Week. The kids
4: are soft. I don't care for that guy. Me
0: neither. Too yeah. soft.
4: I'm going to pretend like you need to just make my dick go soft.
0: You know who won't jerk you around? David I Hall. Just, I was just. Oh, really? David Hall. Okay. <laughs> he will not do that.
5: That's
1: not a service he offers.
0: No, no, no. That is not a service you offer. But when you see how low uh,
1: rates are right now, yes, uh, you might need a second in the bathroom. Oh. You will oh. never
0: pay for an appraisal or a reach around with David Hall. What? <laughs> Come on. Those are free. Come on. (laughs) Just this month, if your current mortgage is above 3%, what are you waiting for? You could be saving money. And currently at Hall Financial, almost 70% of all appraisals, all loans, excuse me, don't require an appraisal. But if you do, D-Hall will spot you $750 towards the cost of your appraisal only in December. So what are you waiting for? Believe it or not, closing times have sped up again and rates are down even further. So right now, the majority of loans at Hall Financial are closing in 10 business days, maybe even fewer. So go to our website and click on their website and get started. If you give them a call, you can reach them at 248-308-5000. Ask for my man, Dan Morrison. There's no reason he should slack during the holidays. Let's run old Dan right into the ground with lots of calls and lots of deals. So, sorry about that. Dan. He's so quick, man. He we won't wrap yeah. up his. No, holidays. Dan gets it done. Dan yeah. gets it done. Hall Financial. Lower payments, better options, more personal attention, not of the creepy kind. And free appraisals just in December. NMLS 146-7435. Ha <laughs> ha
4: ha
0: ha. And now we turn to a man who insists on being called Dr. J. That would be Matthew jay jennings he's an artist he's a historian he's a great artist he's a trucker and he's one
4: talented mother shut your mouth it's dr jay kiddo just so you guys know (laughs) and all this all this said by a guy who wears three pairs of socks
1: wait what oh Oh, ml three pairs or three
0: Three Pairs of socks don't no, just because they're in my underwear, I'm not wearing them, they're just there. <laughs> so I call that the Derek Smalls. I
4: what I meant was you wear three socks,
0: that's right. Yeah, no, I got
4: it, and one you can crack in half. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have
0: to review this later. For okay,
4: uh, Anyway, you know, so, that was
0: a good joke, was
1: it okay? Yeah, it was fine. I mean, I knew where he's going,
0: anyways, Matt. It yeah. was great having well, you that's on. All this my week. Jokes, right? <laughs> have a great Christmas, be safe, and uh. And now
4: we'll 769. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Uh Matt, n- now that you got your gout under control, um how's a funny bone?
4: Uh it's getting better. Of course my uh, my Whoa. finger is broke.
0: Whoa, what happened to the-
1: well, How that? that happened. It's then. his middle finger, of course.
4: <laughs> I slammed it. I slammed it on uh, my trailer with my ramp on axe ac- on accident. This is fascinating. Hmm. Nice. Isn't it?
5: Where are you, Matt?
4: I'm in Elkhart, uh right by your grandma's house. Thank you. <laughs> just said, I just That's said hello to her. True.
5: Thank you. You know, she's been gone s- since 97, but thank you. <laughs> yeah, way to go. Way to it, make fun of the day. Grandmas
4: Jesus. are never gone. They're <laughs> always in your heart. Hey, great comeback. Oh, just in, die, just yeah. in yeah, case. Matt's on
5: fire today. I've been watching the Hallmark Channel a lot lately.
4: <laughs> just in case well, Matt might drop by, by to tell my,
0: some I, jokes, she figured she'd get out of there well in advance of his arrival. <laughs> yeah, she sure, heard oh, well, sure well, you were coming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah. All right. And so that I can, I can finish up... Um, I don't want anybody interrupting me, so uh, ML, keep quiet, and Sean, go upstairs and bake a soufflet. Are you guys ready? Oh, what
1: Soufflet?
5: Oh, soufflet. Oh, okay. That was yeah. funny.
4: Yeah, wasn't that hilarious? <laughs> Clearly. Uh, all right. In 1953. <laughs> yes, we will not interrupt. First, okay, good. In 1953. 19- no, so the floor I is should,
5: yours. Well, let me ask you this, Matt. Should I wear an apron <laughs> when I go up there and do that? Yeah. Should I have anything? And all nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
4: Uh, I thought it, it was pronounced it a prong. Matter. It's going to show either way. <laughs> really? Yeah.
5: I've never thought of myself that way, but thank you.
4: You're welcome. <laughs> You're the only guy I know who hasn't any half the time.
5: Huh? Has oh. a what half the I time? An any? Yeah. an any? Oh, an oh, any? Yeah.
3: That joke isn't
4: funny anymore.
3: <laughs> so we're,
5: we're we're getting through the LBG. Too near the bone. <laughs> we're we're doing so every letter of the acronym. Okay. We're getting through it.
4: Here we go. All right. In in 1953, the first Burger King opened in We're Jacksonville, starting. Florida. I'm gonna have a and cracker, soon, by the way. <laughs> soon became nationally known by their famous tagline. Burger King, home of the Whopper. Today the original Jacksonville, Florida Burger King is still in operation and nothing much has changed except for their tagline. Burger King, stop smoking meth in our bathrooms.
5: Have it your way. Do you smoke it or do you snort it? I mean, not um, you, but yeah. what What do you think the the best way to do that is?
4: Um, I think probably anally. Just an oh, anal geez. insert would be nice. <laughs> Next! <laughs> Mike Tyson bought a pet tiger, and for years hey, it add, cost a minimum of $4,000 a month. And many considered it a huge financial waste. You could almost call him the tiger king of bad investments. But you can't, because that belongs to Chris Illich.
0: <coughs> the- Because the Detroit Tigers were a bad investment. I'm sorry, I took my headphones off.
1: (laughs) This is a terrible Christmas. No, it's beautiful. Power through. Christmas gift.
0: This explains why they haven't built the the comedy club in the district, Detroit yet. That's right.
4: In 2009, Christmas Day, (laughs) North Northwestern Flight 293 was landing in Detroit when a terrorist Umar Farouk attempted to detonate a bomb in his underwear. Resulting in nothing more than flames and popping noises. Then he was immediately tackled by an angry unemployed Norwegian gnome. How long ago was that? That was in two thousand nine. It was like what? What is that? Eleven. Uh, Eleven years
1: ago. Uh, that, that's one famous pair of undies, too. It is
4: it, it, poor it, eunuch. The gnome. What happened with the gnome? I don't know. Okay, and finally, Hunter Biden. <laughs> That was actually funny. That was pretty good. Good one, Hunter. Hunter Biden received a notice of deposition regarding provisions and child support and health insurance for his estranged son. In an affidavit, Biden informed the court that he was unemployed and hasn't had a monthly income since May, when he spent it all in a Burger King bathroom. <laughs> hey, he uh, came was, full circle. Full hey,
1: circle. That's good. Full circle. Fantastic. Well done, buddy.
0: Okay. Okay, that sucked.
5: Just a, just a little <laughs> tip. Here, take it or leave it, Matt. I was just thinking, if you read your jokes, and uh, I hesitate to call them jokes, but if you, Ugh. I'm kidding, Matt. If you if you did your bits and talked like you talked to us before the show, instead of a voiceover commercial actor, um, you know, I'd be
1: curious to see what that sounded like.
4: Great show meeting! How does everybody in Facebook feel? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Merry Christmas, Matt. So,
0: uh, Merry I, Christmas, I,
4: guys. So
0: this is this is actually a little set piece to let you know what it's like behind the scenes at the at the Soul of Detroit, and you can go behind the scenes yourself by becoming a fly on a wall via Zoom on a future episode by making a purchase, a modest purchase, maybe around fifty bucks or so, at manscaped.com. Who is forever changing the grooming game with first the lawnmower 3.0 and the weed whacker? So shave your back, shave your sack, <laughs> shave your ears, <laughs> shave your rear. I'm running out of rhymes. Just go get one of these because they are super groovy. They are really good. They work in water, so being a little funky, yeah. You can you know keep the keep the engine going at 9,000 RPM for
1: 90 minutes too. Wow,
0: 360 degree rotary dual blade system. That is one. Hell of a motion. ninety minutes. Yeah,
5: it's got a ninety minute charge, man. That's what that's what Mike needs for his beard. I that's take right. it. All that's those ninety heavy, seconds, that's heavy right. whisker, rest that's of his it. body. Thick, so uh, yes, I I, I moved
0: through the water like an eel. Lush. Um, listen, fellas, 79 percent of partners who were polled said you're not going to get to pull them unless you pull that long nose hair. It's a major turnoff, and if you use promo code ML, you can get right with the Lord and get here sweet or not here sweet. I got looked that up. 20% off. You lost sweet. Plus I was back, ca- back it up and do it again. <laughs> I was counting on Sean to slam me. This was an opening for Sean, but Oh he, because uh, he was placing an order at Manscaped.com. It's that of the word easy. Use. You can do it during the show. You'll get 20% off and free shipping with promo code ML if you send us a copy of your receipt, confirmation, whatever, send that to mlsoulofdetroit at gmail.com. We will invite you to join us on a future show where you will be there for a pre-flight checklist, the show itself, and our post-mortem, some of which you kind of saw uh, moments ago. And that's all just for helping support a sponsor that we hope will stay with us to support this show, which ultimately helps support. All of us. Uh, if you get the perfect package, they'll send you some boxers so you can keep your perfect package under a very nice pair of drawers. The luxury nail kit is only 19.99. That's a perfect gift for any gentleman who likes to keep, uh, to keep, you know, really quite sophisticated looking in, in fingers, toes, and everything in between. And the crop cleanser is their two-in-one, dye-free shampoo and body wash that will leave you smelling just delightful so uh check it out um manscape.com it's a way to support us support you and maybe maybe get yourself a little ax show see you again all
3: night party
4: Time.
0: As December draws to a close, we are running out of time, but we are not running out of new wave holiday hits. And this week, we have one by a group that will make your Banana Rama Ding Dong. That's Banana Rama with Baby It's Christmas. But if you can't get enough, next week, our show will be all new wave holiday hits so we've gotten your suggestions we're putting them all together in a special show but that's next week this week let's spend a little time with Bananarama and baby it's christmas Christmas by Bananarama, which was a great group. They started out uh, as uh, student journalists at the London School of Fashion, but I'm very glad that they ended up flipping over to to music. Still going strong, still looking pretty good, too. So that is your new wave holiday hit as we approach Christmas. Our next show will post next Tuesday. It'll be a post-Christmas show, but we still have lots of great holiday new wave music for you so please tune in next week and we're going to make some big news next week too so uh so thanks for listening this week make sure you mark your calendars for next week we are not going on vacation where where the hell are we going to go um even santa's stuck at home and he's got that magic sleigh so special thanks again to john mcgrail we knew it was going to be an interesting show but boy oh boy if we knew then what we knew now, not expecting uh, that it was, we great. would fire Sean and we'd give him a <laughs> No, absolutely, <laughs> well, no, no. I mean,
5: no, no. no please, th- th- please, please relieve me of my misery. He, he deserves to be in your chair, frankly.
0: Well, now you're getting crazy.
5: But uh, or uh, absolutely my chair. Yeah, I don't deserve no, no. this chair. He does. He was awesome.
0: No, you'll be back. That's a homonym. Anyways, we want to uh, thank everybody who gave donate. Oh, no, 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 no. There were no donations this week, which just means our naughty list got a hell of a lot longer. Mark, for those people who maybe got a little more than they expected at Christmas, how can they share that goodness with us?
1: Yeah, you got to get rid of that money. Uh, mlsoulofdetroit.com,
0: little donate button. will take you right to the PayPal page. So, uh, you know, feel free to uh, to share some of that Christmas spirit. There's a lot better causes out there, but if you're listening to this show, you've already shown the kind of bad judgment that means you'll give <laughs> us money instead of starving little kitty winkies <laughs> out there. And this will be the first year in in like eight or nine years where I'm not ringing a bell in front of a, yeah, a that market is weird. for Fox 2. But they are, the Salvation, is out, Salvation Army is out there ringing a bell, so please please uh, reach a little deeper and give them something because the need is as great as ever. Don't forget our manscape deal Spend about 50 bucks and you can dial into zoom uh, for a future show. I want to make a very special offer because I know Christmas shopping time is running out. If you live in the Metro area and you spend at least $500 on soul of Detroit products, I know that's a lot of money, but listen to this offer. I will deliver those goods to your home in time for Christmas. You have to live in the metro area, and you have to spend at least $500 on Soul of Detroit products. If you're feeling really fat and sassy, and you spend $1,000 on Red Shovel Network products, Sean and I will drive to your house, eat the cookies for Santa, (laughs) maybe leave a, a couple of reindeer pellets on the lawn. Case it. And we will get that to you in time for Christmas. So uh, you can get that stuff at DrewAndMikeStore.com. We have hoodies, long-sleeve t-shirts, beanies, uh, masks, gaiters, keychains, t-shirts, hockey jerseys, stickers, and signed Kwame Sutra. This deal is good for everything but our neon clocks. So act fast. Give us time to get to your place. Uh, We appreciate if you would subscribe to the show, share it, rate it. And love it. But if you don't love it, let us know. You can reach us at mlsoulofdetroit at gmail.com or you can call us at 313 288 9070. That's Butterfield 89070. Uh, the feedback has been coming fast and furious. Rick writes, Who the hell cooks with coconut milk? What's that a reference to? <laughs> yeah, I have no, Did I say something about coconut I milk? I think you must have. Nobody I don't even else remember. Here knows anything about it. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, but he is right. Kyle also. He's right.
5: I mean, I don't know. you're, Unless you're right. cooking, cooking Thai food. People in Thailand know.
0: cook with Yeah, Pokemon. I was going to say, forget the,
5: forget the 500 million people on the other side of the world, but go ahead.
0: Kyle <laughs> says, Sean Windsor reminds me a lot of your drunken uncle. He's least offensive, sometimes insightful, and mean to the funny guy in the group. In this case, the funny guys, Jennings and ML. The only difference is he's not drunk, nor your uncle. I really enjoy the show and wish everyone a Merry Christmas, even Mr. Windsor. Keep it stiff, not five-eighths, but nine or 10 eights <laughs> Kyle the pride of Flint Thank
5: wait you. somebody actually thought I was insightful well,
0: yeah, maybe they meant you were inciting a riot what does least
5: mean that I'm chained up or I'm, I'm 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 not as meant, expensive as a as least
0: offensive but as or or like that you are buying be, me outright you'll be returned the payments are lower yeah no who'd want to <laughs> keep you should we just get a new model and- I,
5: I promise Kyle I'm going to try to be nicer Well, I mean Matt is a lovable uh, sweetheart But I will try to be a little nicer to ML, too. I mean, he is my boss, for one thing. There
0: There goes the show vibe. Uh, Mark Invays, hey, ML, love the show. Listen every week. Always a great, entertaining listen with Mark, Sean, and yourself. Just wanted to point out there's no mention of the podcast on your Wikipedia page. Might want to add that. Keep up the good work. Um, I did not create that page, but I will take a look, and I think that's probably something we should get out there. Mark with a C writes, hey, ML, love the show. Listen every week. Always a great, entertaining listen with Mark, Sean, and yourself. Just wanted to point. Wait a minute, Mark. That's twice. What's going on, Mark? He
1: really wants you to update the Wikipedia page.
0: Yeah. I know. All right, I'm on it, Mark. Cheese on oh, No, you're not. All these guys. What are the odds he does it, Show Mark me. with a C. He doesn't. Uh, Brian asks, "ML just, Mark is distracted and Sean, by his
5: ponytail." Sorry. <laughs>
0: longtime listener of Mike and Drew. Pigtails. Drew and Mike, as and well Drew. as ML Soul of Detroit and Charlie too. Mark knows me from parking and Tailgate at my place in Ann Arbor oh, on yeah. Hutchins for some Michigan football games. Ah, memories. He's a great. You've met him, too, uh, I have. after the soccer in game. In fact, we're getting to that. Mark oh, knows okay, my sorry. wife and I are hardcore Peloton riders and yeah. partner swap. No, wait a minute. Can't my all be Peloton perfect. Peloton riders as well. Heard Brandon's wife just got one. We own an FDA-certified warehouse in Toledo, Ohio, in which we have talked to Mark about our manufacturing of masks in the early days of COVID. And now we are assembling and shipping COVID spit tube tests for fat testing. Oh, cool. Sounds delicious. If you want to learn more about that. Okay. Long-winded, I know, but bought two Manscaped packages, so would like a shout-out or listen into the Zoom show. Uh, Brian, how about both? Uh, Also, we'll donate as well. Yes, Brian, but don't keep the spit tubes would will take the cash also ml you and i met when we were with mark downtown ann arbor for that soccer match a couple years ago that was chelsea and uh and and stay uh, focused and uh madrid right or was it barcelona uh i
1: don't i, I want to say it was no uh, it Nap- was soccer i, I want to say it was napoli wasn't it wasn't it napoli and yes uh, it
0: was napoli and Chelsea. Okay. It wasn't Chelsea? Chelsea. No, it was, All right. who does Messi play for? Barcelona, <laughs> Barcelona, Barcelona, play, right? I think. Yes, and they didn't play.
5: Yeah, so San okay. will be sitting here next.
0: Anyways, week. so uh, <laughs> yes, it was It was a good time. Big house. Nice. Well done. Uh, we talked about mutual love of New Wave. How about some Mission UK? Wasteland. Count on Mission UK next year. Killing Joke. Love Like Blood. Love the Killing Joke. Dream Academy. The Edge of... Com- tomorrow because as you rightly point out life in a northern town is so well known the ocean blue between something and nothing i could keep going cyrus take us out can you dig it thanks <laughs> hey 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 brian I- i'll handle that but we will get to some of your tunes next uh, year which is coming He's sooner than you think
1: great tailgate too and you'll have to go there uh,
0: let's we'll do it again yeah justin posits. How's it going, ML? So I listen to your podcast every single week. I agree with you on some stuff and disagree, and that is the beauty of being able to have opposing point of views is to understand and accept someone else's opinion on things. Amen. That being said, I do have to say I think you asked some softball questions to the mayor, whereas I think he needs to be held more accountable for his actions or lack thereof. It is my opinion that he danced around a few of the questions and didn't really give us sufficient answers on some things. Me personally, I know a lot of my colleagues that I listened all agreed that tougher questions should have been asked. Mark at least asked a little tougher questions. I guess I'm just disappointed with the lack of quality questions. Uh, Justin, fair point. Uh, I'll just say this. Uh, The mayor was on in the wake of a 235-inch story I'd written about him that covered a lot of ground and did cover some tough questions. 235 inches, for those of you who are not in the newspaper business, Basically, when you saw the print edition of the story, it turns out to be five pages. long, yeah. So we covered a lot of ground there. I hope people Uh, still find that at Freep.com. The story is still there, along with some cool pictures of the mayor from his high school days. But I think a topic like what's going on with the Illiches, with District Detroit, uh, tax breaks for billionaires doing development... That should be the subject of a full show, and even with a half an hour to pound that around, we are not going to get to the bottom of it. So I, I do apologize that this show can't go as deep on some of those topics. Perhaps we will in the future.
1: I hate interviewing politicians, too, because they're really good at avoiding the question. I do have well, a question
0: for well, Justin. We, we can box them in, but the no, thing know, is, but- we didn't want that show to become Mr. Mayor, what's up with the Illiches, but Justin... Fair points. Uh, I think you're right on, and hopefully, uh, if we get the mayor back, and I think we will, will uh, you know, we'll, we'll leave them marked up a little bit more.
5: Here, here's my question, if I might ask, of Justin: Is it okay, Justin, that Mike said Justin posits instead of saying Justin <laughs> asks? I'm curious if, if you know, what you think about that. I would prefer he just say ask. Um, but he did get a little bit better this week. He only used what h- here suit? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. Can yeah. you think of anything else, Mark?
1: No, I think that was
5: really I it. So it. I think that's it. Other than plots, it's what he well, I, what he wrote and then he read, book. so I guess that's twice.
0: To those who are paying attention, I had just done Brian asks, so I was trying to keep it fresh, a little variety. All right, I see so oh to, okay. I yeah, yeah, use questioned. Trying to break up the monotony. Okay. I could yeah. say Justin whined. Cause he's a little bitch. <laughs> Is that tough enough for you, Justin? do you want some of this uh, anyways justin we appreciate Thanks. we appreciate got on her skin there justin good We appreciate job. your instant in, thank interest you justin and your, your support um and for what it's worth the mayor does kind of look like homer simpson so hopefully that's that now we're good uh please listen to our other red shovel network shows that's the Charlie the duff no bs news hour no filter sports with eli denny and bob and of course the show that makes all the other shows possible the drew and mike podcast and tune in next week for our all new wave review, and I'm going to be making some big news, so you'll want to tune in. Really, so I, I was going somewhere with that, but it just didn't happen. So, how about see.
5: Cyrus? That's where you were going. This big
1: news, <laughs> and well, by I the think- way, I'm
5: doing. I'm I'm doing fine. Uh, whatever. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. It's all good, Cyrus. You had, how about
1: a, that? You had a very tough uh, column on uh, Harbaugh. It was good on Michigan. It was a little bit more. Was it on? Oh,
5: yeah. I forgot about that.
1: And you're right. They,
0: memorable you know. writing. So you can find that at Freep.com. We're not allowed com. to talk about that, Sean.
1: Please subscribe. Always. I called
5: your favorite school arrogant. I'm not the first to do it. No. I mean, Woody Hayes did it. Anyway, yeah. let's let's move on.
0: We we, we we appreciate your support here at the Soul of Troy and at <laughs> Freep.com. Please subscribe. It's super cheap. I think now you can get a subscription for a whole year for 49 bucks, which is fantastic. No bait and switch there. It keeps journalists working. It keeps Sean out of our hair. And uh, and it keeps the good stories coming. And it supports the reporters who ask the tough questions. So come back next week. And as Brian said so well, Cyrus, take us out. Can you dig that? Apparently not. Can you dig it? Can you dig that? Can you, Can you dig hit the it? damn button? Can you dig it?
2: This holiday season. The naughtiest guy in town just might discover.
3: He's a really sweet kid, isn't he?
2: Yeah, I guess so. How to be nice.
3: Good night, Santa. Good night, Mrs. Santa's sister. Santa.
1: M.
4: L. Do you like kids? What do you think, I'm some kind of curber or something?
3: I just mean because you're Santa Claus.
4: Huh. art Fellhauer, get him out of here what do
3: you mean get him out of here i'm a dwarf so unless you got a forklift handy maybe you should lend a hand huh
1: got some lip on you mentioned
3: yeah well these lips were on your wife last night
1: John windsor bad sata i beat up some kids today but it's for a purpose it made me feel good about myself
3: you need many years of
1: therapy